We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. They are one for one. Now Trocek, he's got the power play goal. To Ajo. Ajo. For D'Angelo. He walks the blue line. D'Angelo shot. He scores! Get fired up, Tony D'Angelo. On the power play. Up 6-3. All right. Well, that obviously is a highlight from last year. Uh, Carolina Hurricanes, Tony D'Angelo, the Sewell, New Jersey native, scoring a goal. Uh, 215-592-9494. I'm going to ask the callers uh, who um, are, are checking in on our issue of how you watch games to stay with us because I don't want to lose that one. But, yeah, the Flyers, uh, it was a big week for the Flyers. You had the NHL draft where they had the fifth uh, pick of the draft and took a kid, Cutter Gauthier, who's a year or two away. I, Rob, I have no strong opinion on whether he's going to be any good or not. I mean, he seemed like it wasn't a reach of a pick, right? Athletic and big. Um, I like that he's going to get a little seasoning at BC, which works. Um, he's versatile. He can play center. He can play wing. But, yeah, I mean, I – I couldn't tell you, Glenn. I, I don't study it closely enough. Um, it, it seemed I, I watched some of the reaction from people. Didn't feel like a reach um, yeah. where they took him. So yeah, I mean, it makes sense. They need okay. they certainly need some offensive punch. That's for sure. The bigger news is the acquisition of Tony D'Angelo, and they gave up three picks. They gave up a fourth rounder this year, a third rounder next year, and a second rounder in 2024. They then signed him to a two-year, $10 million extension. Pretty, a lot of money. Yeah, he was restricted, so they basically traded for his rights or right. negotiating uh, rights. They He had a nice offensive season last year, 10 goals and 41 assists in 64 games with Carolina, had a good uh, plus-minus, had 10 postseason points in 14 games, but as we have said, has a lot of baggage, some of it. Uh, on the ice, some of it off the ice. Let's go through some of it. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll put it to you this way. I went online to find highlights of him to play the thing that we just played, and the first thing on Google is something that says, Tony D'Angelo, top jerk moments, <laughs> volume one and two. Oh, two volumes. Yes. Oh, good. And I don't want to get into all the details of some of it. Um, in brief. It's a very quick version. He was suspended in juniors for using racial slur against an old t- on his own teammate uh, twice, once in juniors and once when he was with the Coyotes. He was suspended for abusing an official. Uh, twice, former New York Rangers coach David Quinn benched him for on-ice outbursts, and the team eventually waived him after he um, created, started a post-game fight with 
goalie, the goalie there. Right. Ins- ins- insulted the goalie during the air. Uh, is he has been um, guilty of episodes of racism and homophobia. Now, last year in Carolina, he got a fresh start. And by all accounts, he handled it well under Rod Brindamore. We love Rod Brindamore. Runs a very structured operation down there. You don't mess around. Uh, D'Angelo said that he attended counseling classes, whatever that is. Uh, He expressed regret for things that he had said and done in the past. He made a fresh start, and he did okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Here's the lead on on the national story. I think I was looking this morning on the Hockey News website, okay? Um, His downsides, though, are that D'Angelo gives up, and this is not related to his Yeah, this is not off the ice stuff, right? Right, this is not off the ice stuff. His downsides, though, are that D'Angelo gives up a lot on the defensive end of the ice and brings a ton of baggage with him off the ice. Well, it's both. D'Angelo has already worn out his welcome in multiple organizations and is now set to join what is already his fifth different team at age 26. For a defenseman that uh, for a defenseman that produces the way he does, that should be an alarming red flag. Why doesn't anybody want to keep him? Right. Uh, okay, I'll I'll go to you. Yeah, I'll I'll put that on your plate and let you deal with that. So drafted by Tampa, then shipped to Arizona, then shipped to the Rangers, then shipped well, basically waived and then picked up by Carolina. Now with the Flyers, this is just since being drafted. This is he's twenty five, right? I mean, he's, he's this is not an an older player. Twenty six. This is not an older player. I mean, you, you're dating back to fourteen when he was drafted, and he's on his fifth organization. That's a lot of movement. And Glenn, I'll even ask you. I hear you. In, in all accounts, there wasn't a lot of you know shenanigans with him last year. Mm-hmm. Why are the, why is he not there? Why is he not? If he was so valuable to them, and you're, the production's good, sixty four games, fifty one points. Yeah. I mean, that's good production. I'll give you another one. Go back to the twenty nineteen twenty season in in the, with the Rangers. He puts up fifty three points in sixty eight games. Yet the yet next year they waive him because he's such a headache. There's a lot of movement here with this guy, it and yeah. he needs to be paired with a phenomenal, a phenomenally defensive defenseman and disciplined defenseman because, yes, he's going to give you a lot on the power play and he's going to score for you, but on the other end, he's a liability. So you gave a lot up for an, serious questions off the ice and a liability on the defensive end for a team that's, frankly, bad defensively. Yeah, well, all well said. Uh, and... Um... Last year, there was, you know, I'm, I'm reading as much as I can yesterday because uh, when you talk about, you know, do you watch games, do you watch highlights? My my watching of the Carolina Hurricanes at most is limited to watching highlights, and I don't watch a ton of those. But I read some stories about it, and it basically said that he, well, listen, he's a good offensive defenseman who can help them in that regard. He had good numbers last year and likely was helped a lot by having Marek Slavin as a defensive partner in Carolina who is regarded as one of the best defensive defensemen in the NHL. Who does he have here to play that role? Yeah, I mean, I don't know what Provorov is at this point. Well, he's he's not that, and, and I wonder if this moves toward a trade of Provorov. Who's been a to me anyway huge disappointment from Same. what I thought he was going to be. I, I thought he was going to be a perennial all star. I, I thought he was going to be a guy in any Norris Trophy conversation, but he's not. And I don't know if that's him or just they haven't developed him well. I don't know, but yeah, I, th- there there doesn't appear to be that player on the roster right now to 
to pair with him. Um, yeah, it's look, I, I can I can buy second chances. I can buy you know some things you, you didn't quite understand about the world and life when you were a kid. If that's the case, okay, I hope that is the case. But I see someone who is well traveled, who actually has some talent. But for a team that really needs a defensive defenseman, not not saying they don't need help on the power play because their special teams stink, quite frankly. But it, it, I don't see someone here who works well with him, at least right now, as we sit here. Yeah. Um, Chuck, you, you saw what Chuck Fletcher said yesterday when asked about his defensive liabilities. Yeah. <laughs> Some of my favorite quotes. We're not expecting Tony to come in and be an elite defender. We wanted to get him so we wouldn't have to defend as much in our own zone. Yeah, it it, it sounds like ghost. Yeah, who had a good season not here, but right? Yeah, it who like who went away from here and, and actually got back to being ghost. Yeah. So I, you know, it's and there's been a lot. Yeah, they gave a lot up for him. I just for a team that's looking for stability, he doesn't feel like a stability kind of guy. He, you know what he feels like, Glenn? The kind of guy you bring into a team that's got an unbelievable culture. Like he goes to the Patriots if we yeah. cross sports no, I here, gotcha. I and gotcha. he gets his act together. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't yeah. feel like that. This is a good time right now, and and if, and and with Tortorella, who I mentioned earlier, is is a combustible cat to begin with. You know, it, it, this has potential to go off the rails real quick. Well, and I think that's going to be the the interesting dynamic, and I think they had to have considered that and had to have discussed it with Tortorella because you know that John Tortorella isn't going to put up with any of those things that we discussed. Uh, off or particularly on the ice or in the locker room. You know, again, it's it's stuff that he has said. It's stuff that he has done on the ice, and it's also stuff he's he's brought to the locker room. Yeah. And you also know that playing in Philadelphia as a fan base and a media market isn't the same as playing and succeeding in, in Carolina. Uh, I'm not sure how this improves the locker room. It's certainly bad optics. It's not cheap. It's a two-year, ten million dollar contract extension. Um, I mean, is he gonna is he gonna play ahead of Ellis? Is he gonna play ahead of Provera? What what? I, I think he plays. He, play he may play in lieu of Ellis. I I just I don't know. I mean, the the quotes. The other thing, quotes from from Fletcher regarding Ryan Ellis weren't real encouraging. So yeah. I just don't. I I'm wondering if this is a precursor to you know not having Ellis around. I do Maybe. wonder about that. Maybe. Um, so, I, I mean, I'll just kind of sum up in, in my mind, um, paying that much in picks and in salary for a 26 year old player. And I understand 26 is not old, no, but it's not in hockey. It's not, you're, you're a, you're a rebuilding team. You're not a retooling team. You're not a team looking for that one guy. 26 is not young either. Paying that much for a guy with f- flaws on the ice and a very sketchy past. I just... I don't know that that's the smart move for for this team, for a team in rebuild. I don't know if he makes them more than marginally better. I mean, is he is he a nucleus guy? Is he a building block? Because if you're signing him like this, he's got to be. I'll just, I mean, the last thing I'll say, and I'll kick it to you, mm-hmm. is I appreciate that he had no issues last year in Carolina and under Rod Brindamore, and maybe he's matured. He's got family here. He's coming home. Maybe that all plays very well for him, and he's got support. Maybe he's changed his character. But as I look at this thing today, I'm pretty skeptical. Yeah, it, it, look, if he's seen the error of his ways, and he's and it's it's simply a matter of growing up, and, and that's what it is. And, and like you just mentioned, being surrounded by his family will help him as a support system. 
all for all those reasons, you can get behind at least the, from the character standpoint. But I think there's also hockey flaws here. I mean, if, if again, if there's more moves to come and you're pairing him with someone who is who is a really good defensive defenseman, then it makes more sense. And also, if you realize if if the, they've come to the realization that, he, or they're just completely unsure about Ryan Ellis's return. Then I get it. Like, I, I do. I think it's the worst move in the world. No, but it feels like a lot for a guy with with a lot of other stuff happening. Yeah. Well, they certainly, if, if nothing else, put them. They put themselves in the news. Well, they did, and, and <laughs> y- you know, we weren't going to discuss Cutter Goche a whole lot today. No, they've done. Much. They've done two things, Glenn, that have made them uh, relevant. Whether whether that's good or bad, uh, Tortorella is one of them for sure. Uh, Tortorella is the kind of coach that that brings you attention. It's not Dave Hackstall. Where you're saying who? <laughs> okay, and 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 I had the personality of a cardboard. Oh box. God, Ryan Sandberg was a party compared to Dave Hextall. <laughs> I mean, but uh, but you, D'Angelo's a guy you're going to notice. Okay, right or wrong, good or bad, you're going to notice. So if the attempt is to sell some tickets and from a PR standpoint get people interested again, we're talking about them. When frankly, we probably wouldn't give them the flyers too much time just based off a of cutter Gauthier. Yes, and I may say to Tony D'Angelo, the only advice I have for you is stay off of social media. Amen. It does not appear to have served you well in the past. And it's usually not a win, period, for athletes in, in a lot of ways. Yeah, depending on yeah. you know what they how they want to address it. Yeah. Let's get uh, let's get Neil um, up here in East Norton. Neil, what's on your mind today? Well, Glenn, Rob, how are you doing today? All right. All right, Neil. Good, good. Well, I want to keep the conversation going with the Flyers. Um I, I don't know where I, where, how I feel about the D'Angelo trade. That I look at it, it's only two years. I know $5 million is $5 million, but I just looked at their cap. They're only right now 100000 over the cap. Chuck Fletcher said something the other day, even before they got D'Angelo. He said, we need to get bigger, faster, and quicker. So that's just about every component of the hockey team. They definitely got tougher and bigger with D'Angelo. Pound for pound, he's one of the toughest guys in the league. Old school Broad Street Bully fans will love the fact that he's a great fighter. I want to put all that to the side. This tells me, gentlemen, that Ryan Ellis isn't going to play a minute this year. They're going to stash Ellis' $6 million salary and use it to go sign Johnny Goudreau this week and maybe even flip JVR to a team that has to get up to the cap like Seattle or Arizona. And then there's 13, 14 million to go sign Johnny Goudreau. Um, do you do you buy any of that about Goudreau coming to Philly? I think there may be something to it, Neil. Yeah, for sure. I, and I think that he would he would probably want to come here. Um, I, I I think you know, look the 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 appeal to be home. Uh, I think there's a draw there, but you're also talking to a team that hasn't won a lot of hockey games. So that's really the rub there for Johnny Gaudreau. But I think it's possible. And and like I said, they're trying to make noise this offseason, and that would be a real positive noisemaker for them if they could pull that off. Um, I, I agree. And, you know, the Fletcher comment saying that we want to get quicker, I mean, they're they're getting bigger um, just by getting some of these injured players back, Tourier, Kevin Hayes. Uh, Goudreau fills a humongous need that was vacated after they traded Giroux, uh, Claude Giroux. You know, he, he's he's a he's a Claude Giroux, he's a high he's a more highly skilled Claude Giroux. Oh, yeah. oh he he's, and he's, he's ten an elite years younger player. than Claude. Phenomenal player. He's an elite player, and he would also give them positive attention, which is something yes. this franchise 
badly, badly needs. This this takes the the, the if if it happened, it would take the notice off of D'Angelo, and and all the focus would go on. Yeah, it would be a big story. No, Robert uh, wants to check in. Hey, Robert. Hey, how you doing? All right. Uh, let me get you on here. I just wanted to jump in because I just got out of the gym, and it was so cool. I turned you guys on. You guys were talking about the Flyers, and before I left, I was on Philly.com blogging a little bit about it, and I just think this move is a Fletcher move, man. I think he's worried about his job. He's, You know, this team needs to rebuild. He's, he is trading every draft pick that we have away. I don't think we have a first one last year. We didn't have a second this year. Now he's giving away a second, third. I thought this team was rebuilding. You know, I mean, that's what they. Yeah, need let to me do. just say, and I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with your overall point. The only upside to it is, you gave away a fourth this year, a third next year, and a second the year after. So it's kind of like you're putting off to the future the higher pick. Yeah. But I, I'm not going to disagree with you, Robert. Um, and Mike Sealski wrote a good column about this this morning in the Choir. They need more than what they're doing. They need more than cosmetic change. They, they need a full rebuild. And the question is whether Fletcher is willing and able to do a full rebuild well what do you think if he has another bad season is he around i think he's gone I fletcher's mean, he gone be. fletcher's gone if they have a bad season and i look at the rangers now i look at the devil surprised they drafted number two because you look they got some star power on that team as do the rangers what star power does the flyers have we i mean i can't no, name a star no. there is isn't a star. He's seven million he was he's averaged 12 goals a season so we've had him for four years Ellis is never playing. That guy's done. He was damaged goods when we got him. These moves that he's made, I don't know why he's still here. And I think now he's, you know, mortgaging the future. That's my feeling. This whole uh, thing. I, and and you said it well, no doubt. Yeah, and Glenn, it feels like they should have blown it to bits. I'm not talking process Sixers, but it, it feels like it should have been more of a concerted effort to to rebuild it. I, it feels like you're trying to remake this on the fly. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm I'm going to take. The Eagles out of this conversation because I think Howie Howie's GM for life. Mm. All right, give me the order in which these guys leave from soonest to latest of Fletcher, Dave Dombrowski, and uh, Daryl Morey. Fletcher will leave first. Okay. Dombrowski and then Morey. I, I don't think any of them are long termers. Uh, Dombrowski certainly at his age isn't going to be around forever, but I just get a sense that Maury's not going to be around forever. So well, that's you have him as the second longest. So you, yeah. we're going to have a lot of news coming. There's up going to be a lot of changes. I mean, Dombrowski's an older guy. Uh, I think Chuck Fletcher is hanging, but I think he, frankly they should have made a move on him after this past season. Uh, so I don't think he's. I think he's a short termer. And yeah, I, I, I would completely concur with you with Howie. He's not going anywhere. Nor, no. and, and look, he had a hell. He's had two monster no, off seasons. Not looking to fire him. I, no, no, I have, I have no problem whatsoever in that regard. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. He's Rob Ellis. I'm Glenn Mack. Now coming up, we are going to tell you about a show that Rob and I both started watching this week that we highly recommend. Rob, one of the things over the years uh, when Ray and I do what we're watching that I find is. Like, people will see me during the week, and occasionally they'll say, like, yeah, what do you think of that Phillies move? And I'll give my answer. I get ten times the amount of people who come up to me and say, like, so what show should I be watching? <laughs> so <laughs> I like know. it. Look, I, I love that segment. I love yeah, the we, I listen every week. We know where the bread is buttered. I hear 215-592-9494 with Rob Ellis. I'm Glenn Mack now on 94 WIP. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, 
They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.